Welcome to the city's backyard with Matt, the Z-Man Zako, a podcast that interviews all walks of life from their own backyard. The city's backyard starts now. We are live to Memorex at the Wall Street Tavern with uh, one of the owners, Brian Malcarney, who not only owns Rory's in Darien, which uh, has amazing food, but uh, Brian, you also own the Wall Street Tavern with John D'Agostino. And uh, we're doing an event here with the city's backyard on your, your new patio right on Wall Street, right across from the Wall Street Theater. And, you know, these things always start out kind of strange, especially... You know, during during this ongoing weird pandemic, which has gotten better, but it's still a little bit strange. But uh, welcome, welcome to the podcast. You've been on before, but you know we always do it over Zoom, and this is weird. You and I being like three feet away from each other, you know, outside. Yeah, it's crazy. I can actually see you. <laughs> yeah, there's a personal interaction. <laughs> well, you know, you're not only a, an owner, but you're also a chef, and. Um, with the theater open and doing shows, Wall Street Tavern is, is coming alive again, right? So that makes you happy. Yeah, no, it's been great. It's been great. I've actually uh, hit a couple shows across the street. I saw Lettuce a few weeks ago. It's neat to see the theater alive and doing its thing, and it's great to see more people down here and uh, making it a vibrant community. Well, this is this is why you opened this restaurant, because you were hoping that, you know, that, that was going to be the case. And then this pandemic came along, and you went through with it, and... And as I say, you're you're one of the pioneers of uh, of uh, restaurant tours during a pandemic because you're one of the very few that actually opened a restaurant during a pandemic. But the pandemic has gotten better. Although we have this new variant, which is a little weird. Uh, the great thing about the Wall Street Tavern is these windows right here, which we're in front of. We're outside on the patio. Nelson is playing live. And we've got a nice little crowd here. And the fact that your windows open up is just a wonderful thing. I mean, like I like I mentioned in previous podcasts, uh, that's a huge bonus, right? Having these this open air restaurant. Oh yeah, it's great. Makes people feel a lot more comfortable. It gives it kind of like a European feel with like those big open windows, and uh, it's neat. It makes you feel like you know the people that are outside are kind of part of the whole restaurant doesn't feel so isolated now in the past this was this was like an a la carte type of italian restaurant and now you do you know you have a wood-fired pizza oven and you're you're more of like a tavern well you are a tavern you do burgers and and wood-fired chicken wings so what was the idea behind the concept of why you decided to do a tavern right here on wall street well, we wanted to keep it uh, very approachable for people. So anyone who's going to a show across the street at the theater can uh, you know, come and get something quick or just have a drink or two or maybe grab a pie and then head on over. And then at the same time, we wanted to have some nicer dishes for the people that wanted to come and sit and, uh, and enjoy a meal, which is why we do like the half roast chicken out of the wood-fired oven. We have a grilled salmon, a New York strip steak. So we're trying to kind of appeal to everyone because we do. We get people that are uh, local from around here who come and they want to have like a nice dinner. And then we get the people that are in town for a show and they want to have something quick and, you know, a good draft beer and away they go. What we do need to mention is, is uh, you know, there's this awesome, 
uh, very inexpensive parking garage behind your tavern, the Yankee Doodle Garage, where parking is only a dollar. And a lot of people don't know about it, but it really is the way to go. You park for a buck and you can walk through the back entrance, which is, it's like uh, not even like 25 yards away from the garage from the back, correct? Yeah, no, it's perfect. And it's not like you're driving around the block looking for a spot, looking for a spot. You pull into the garage, there's plenty of spots. You, you, you know, pay that, your buck and you walk in the back door. That garage has been in Norwalk for years. Back in the day when I worked at the local radio station, uh, I think we even did some like functions in that garage. And it's weird because a lot of people just don't know that there's a parking garage right there. No, nah, right it's behind, true, yeah. Right? Isn't that amazing? So I'm, I wanted to get the word out about that for, for your sake. And, I, I mean, back in the day, I remember it, uh, introducing Joan Jett at what was the Globe Theater. It's now the Wall Street Theater. But I introduced... Um, uh, Jeff Healy. I introduced Jefferson Airplane. I mean, there are some uh, historic rock and roll uh, iconic uh, bands that have played at the Globe, and now uh, it's great that music is back. So, I mean, it's just wonderful that you're right across the street from the theater. What would you recommend to people listening to this podcast that are coming to the shows? I mean, it's tough for you to, to get the food out before the shows uh, because, you know, everybody comes at once. So so what can you recommend to your customers that are coming to the shows? Well, I recommend the pizzas. The pizzas are great. Uh, we make it from a sourdough starter, uh, so it's got a lot of flavor in the dough, and uh, you can pump them out in about five or ten minutes. So it's a, it's a great dish uh, for uh, pre-theater. And if you come, uh, you know, a little early, you can get plenty of time to have whatever you want. Now... There's a lot of new apartments in Norwalk, you know? Um, it, it's amazing. And there's, there's still work. What is that over there that we're looking at? Is that another garage that's supposed to be built? No, no, no. Those are apartments. But oh, they've been calling it the Tyvek <laughs> building because it was wrapped in Tyvek for so long. <laughs> oh. Yeah, so there was a big dispute with the, uh, the owner died, and then there was a fight between the, I guess, kids that inherited it and the uh, city of Norwalk, and they finally settled their differences, and they started working on it. But uh, it's been kind of an eyesore to this whole uh, community for a long time. It'd be great when it gets open and running and, you know, makes the place look like it's actually uh, inhabitable as opposed to, you know, a little right. dilapidated. A little, little bit of an eyesore. It's not yeah, too bad. Exactly. It's, like you said, it's it's wrapped in <laughs> wrapped in the white white stuff there. Yeah, you can see the Tyvek up on the side on the top, but you, it used to be around the whole thing. You've done a nice job. You've done a nice job here with the umbrellas and the patio tables and again the open airness. Uh, the the bar looks great. It's a tavern feel. Before I forget, let's talk about the rock and roll atmosphere in here. I mean, as you know, you've been supporting the podcast now for a good year, the city's backyard. And, uh, you know, I appreciate Rory's and Wall Street Tavern, uh, you know, supporting the city's backyard. But as you know, we're in touch a lot. And I've been telling you that I have this Fillmore East documentary series that I just wrapped up, part one through four. And as I am in here tonight, I'm noticing these Fillmore posters, you know. So you've got this rock and roll atmosphere with which is real cool. It complements the theater across the street. Yeah, exactly. Well, I've always uh, loved like those old rock posters. I have a couple actually in my room at home, an old Grateful Dead one and an old uh, Bunny Whaler one. And so uh, I figured, why not bring it down here? So actually, the last show I saw before COVID, Trey Anastasio, I got a poster at that show, and it's up in the front too. So 
You know what I love about you, Brian, is, you, you know, when we met years ago when I was working at the local radio station, you, you always struck me as a guy that was into music. And it's obvious, you know, by people that follow you on Facebook or Instagram that you love music. You go to the concerts. I've seen you go up to New Haven. What's that, the water? What's yeah, the Westville uh, Music Amphitheater. Yeah. That so, just opened. Yeah, I went to a couple of J-Rad shows up there. Yeah, it's yeah. a really neat place. So you're a music fan yourself. So, Absolutely. You know, which is one of the reasons why I think you were – you were so supportive of the podcast and then you know i explained to you that we don't just interview musicians we interview all walks of life including restaurateurs like yourself so um as we wrap the interview here um because i know you got to get back to work it's getting busy here at wall street tavern which yeah they're is- giving me looks in the kitchen <laughs> but uh just before we wrap here what can you say the plans are going forward i mean are you going to try and do more acoustic acts, acts here on the patio and you know uh, yeah no we plan on doing a little uh live music here i'd like to get some uh some blues uh, and some acoustic music, and uh, I, th- I think it'd be great. I think it'd be great for the business and uh, great for the uh, local community because there's no one around here that has, like, a little thing like that. Right. As far as, you know, real quick, takeout, um, what's the deal with the takeout? You can pull up. There's a couple of 15-minute yeah, spots. Yeah, we still do curbside. There's a few 15-minute spots right here. So we do that. Uh, you can get pies to go. We Our full menu is uh, able to go. And, you know, when we did the menu for COVID, we made sure that it was stuff that was you know, traveled well for takeout. So, and it's been real popular. And and you've got what do you got on tap? A bunch of beers, and you do wine, and right, you, we're you running have a full our, bar, right? Yeah, we're running Reading Beer Co's uh, Red Irish Ale. Uh, we have Stella Artois and Blue Point right now as our uh, drafts. And we got a bunch of stuff in bottles, a lot of wines by the bottle, and cocktails for those who like the cocktail. And you got to just you know a real cozy, cool atmosphere. So again, I I, I think. The, the name of the place, Wall Street Tavern, compliments the community. Uh, we want to thank you for staying strong throughout the pandemic, supporting the city's backyard, supporting musicians, and, and just being a part of the community. So thanks to you and your staff and John at Wall Street Tavern. Uh, my pleasure. Thanks so much for having us on. We love the podcast, and we love having you down here. Have a great one. Peace. Milford Performance Center presents Jammin' at the Farm, August 14th. Three bands with four and a half hours of music. Connecticut Grateful Dead All-Star Band, live at the Fillmore, featuring music from the Allman Brothers and Red Planet, all happening at the farm. Jammin' at the Farm, August 14th. For tickets, go to MilfordPerformanceCenter.org. Need a new roof? Rick's Main Roofing LTD is a family-owned and operated business specializing in all types of residential and commercial roofing and offering 24-hour emergency service. Rick's Main Roofing is GAF Master Elite and Master Select Certified, providing service for Fairfield and Westchester counties. Call today to schedule a free appointment at 203-838-5858. This is Homestead of Brave CEO Vince Santillian inviting you to help homeless veterans at the Step Out for the Brave 40,000 Step Challenge. Between Saturday, August 7th and Sunday, August 15th, this fun event takes place wherever you live. Take one step or up to 40,000 for each of the homeless veterans across our country. The kickoff event is at Webster Bank Arena on August 7th. Register now for just $40, plus you get an event shirt. Sponsorships are available. Visit homestothebrave.org. That's homestothebrave.org. 
The Reading Beer Company is open. Check out a variety of all the usual suspects of independent craft beer, from the American Wheat Ale and East Coast IPA to great specials like Connecticut Porter and Reading Ole Ale. Order online at ReadingBeer.com. At Reading Beer Company, their mission is to make exceptional classic and historic beer and ales. The Reading Beer Company, 7 Main Street, Reading. Who knew the sleepy suburbs would be so popular? You're listening to The City's Backyard. We are back for another segment here at Wall Street Tavern, having a good time on a happy hour with Nelson playing live music. John D'Agostino is the other owner of the Wall Street Tavern. We had Brian Malcarney on the first segment. And, you know, John, I like to call these podcasts bonus podcasts because they're, they're short and sweet, but they're they're live. I like it. And pre-taped. Yes. Uh, but, but they have that live atmosphere because we are here live and this isn't, you know, the virtual interview. And you've been working really hard because you're here a lot. I and, and, you know, you're doing a great job. And, and again, thank you for having this the faith in the city's backyard to do a couple promotions in the past year. What can you tell me about, you know, what you're seeing with the restaurant business in general, The you know, around this community of Norwalk, Wall Street, across from the Wall Street Theater? You know, you've got the vibe. You've, you've got the pulse. Brian is, is at Rory's a lot because that's the other re- uh, restaurant. Yes. Uh, but you're, you're here more, more than anybody, right? Yes. So, yes. so, you know, what can you say? Well, I could tell you this. Uh, I definitely see the light at the end of the tunnel. It's definitely getting better. Absolutely. It's tough. You know, the whole industry really took a, a pretty big hit during COVID. And, uh, you know, as they started lifting restrictions and things, everybody thinks that, oh, it's back to normal again. But it's not. It's, it's going to be a while. But I love the fact that they've started doing the shows across the street. We're starting to see more people coming out. Um, we've got the patio open now, which is great for people because they feel more comfortable. You know, still, still some people are not comfortable to eat inside. So we've right. got the patio. We've got all that for them. And uh, I have to say, I mean, things are really going great. It's, it's really getting much, much better. And uh, like I said, I can see the light. I can see the light. It's coming. That, that's good to know because, um, you know, there's times where, where the restaurants are slow and you wonder, you know, yeah. you, you worry about them. And, you know, um, this, this is going to air before we have a, a podcast coming up on, on the restaurant industry. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have the manager of Gallagher's Steakhouse in Manhattan. Oh, sure. Uh, he's going to be on, Donnie O'Donohue, who's been uh, in the restaurant industry. And then a friend of mine who used to be a, a radio sales guy, uh, he is a small business consultant. So he consults small businesses you know, in the service industry hair salons, Mm -hmm. restaurants, and he's out of Westchester. And what he's telling the restaurants is they need to cut expenses. So let's talk about, you know, this whole topic about, you know, restaurants not being staffed up. And people are kind of accusing the people that are on unemployment that, you know, go get a job. They should go back to the restaurants. But what's the real deal? As you've said, you know, it's twofold. It really is twofold. Yeah. Are there some people who are probably just milking unemployment a little bit? Yeah, I think so. Right. I think so. But what I really think happened is I think your your qualified people, when the pandemic hit and weren't able to work, found other jobs. You know, I, I don't think that somebody who was uh, uh, a chef or uh, um, uh, a grill person or even a pizza guy, if they couldn't find work during the pandemic, 
I don't think they were going going to be able to, to just stay on unemployment. I think they went and found other jobs. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I really do. But are some people milking it? I'm sure they are. Well, let's touch on something we talked about the other day when I stopped in to give yeah. you one of the uh, city's backyard coffee mugs, which you were so thrilled to have. So I had <laughs> coffee out of it this morning. <laughs> I'm so glad you like it. <laughs> um, but uh, in all seriousness, we were discussing what what you go through as an owner with these theater shows at the Wall Street Theater you yes. know, when the theater shows happen which is why we're we're not here on a night where there's a show across the street but what you were explaining was that you know you would like to bring back more staff but the problem is 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 the restaurant gets packed for one seating yes. for a quick hour and then yes. they're all at the and show and then they're all gone right so explain kind of from an owner's perspective about why customers have to sort of accept that the service has suffered because of the pandemic. Right? Oh, definitely. And I, and I think that's with, you know, not just us, that's with any restaurant right exactly. now. Uh, you know, if I could, listen, if I could say one thing, it's please cut, cut your restaurants and cut your service a little bit of slack because we're all overworked. We're all um, trying our best. You know, we're not only dealing with problems uh, um, with the front of the house, but we're also dealing with problems with the back of the house. There's delivery issues, both with liquor and food. There's lots of things going on, and we're all stretched to our limit. So I, I always will say to people, like, if, if it's busy, and, and let's say you're sitting at a table, I'll come up to you and say, I'm so sorry that you've had to wait. We're a little short-staffed. Please have a little patience with me. You know, because you have to say that to people because... Some people don't see it. You know, there's a lot of people who come in, they see it. They can see that, you know, you're by yourself or you've got one other person and you're kind of running around like crazy. Um, and, and for them, I'm very thankful. <laughs> and your advice for people that, you know, because let's face it, the live music is coming back. Yes. Your advice for people that are going to the theater that want to eat here, yes. you know, they'll call you up and they'll the show will start at 7 and they'll want a reservation for 6 o'clock. Not going to happen. You're saying that's not realistic. Not realistic. Explain why that's not because realistic. Because what happens is at, at if there's a show at 7 o'clock at about 545, the entire restaurant is full. And what happens is when you when you're dealing with a, we're a small kitchen and a small pizza area when you when you have 20 orders that all go into the kitchen at once that food's just going to be ready at 7 like it's going to take till 7 to make that so any orders after that it's not going to happen it's not going to happen but usually what i try to do is you know for for people that are that want to go to the show and want a quick bite I can always gauge it. You know, if you come in and I can say, you know what, pizza station's not very busy right now. You can get a pie in. Or the kitchen's free. You can get a salad. Or you can get a sandwich because they're free. But you have to, you really have to be flexible. But an hour before a show is really not realistic. So realistically speaking, before the concerts at the Wall Street Theater across the street here, which you're directly across, because a lot of people are like, where's the Wall Street Tavern? Well, it's right across from the theater. And it's a great name, by the way, because it, it narrows down. Down the location. Exactly. A lot of people kind of get lost on Wall Street. They'll say, where's the Wall Street Tavern? <laughs> on Wall Street. <laughs> exactly. But where on Wall Street? Well, it's only like a quarter mile yeah. long. But um, realistically, if someone's going to come for dinner, you know, if they really want to enjoy it, I would say 5.30. Two, two hours before at least. 5, 5.30. If you could come at 5 for a 7 o'clock show, you'd be much, you know, 
Right, and then they can take their time. And if they're at the show a few minutes early, no big deal, right? right. So that's the way to go. So what you're saying is you're encouraging reservations uh, two hours to 90 minutes ahead of the show. At least. But forget about an hour ahead, you know, because everybody, because you might not get your food is basically. That's right. You know, and and you're not discouraging people to come in for a drink. No, not at all. Not at all. Everything, you know, it's, it's here and it's there. And, you know, there are times when we can get your food out in an hour. But... I never know. And again, it's, you know, because it's, it's a roll of the dice. You never know what? how many people are going to come in because we're right across the street from the theater. What happens is people will just walk in. Yeah, it's, it's, it's no reservations. They and, just walk in, walk in, walk in, walk in. And, and the small detail is that we're still dealing with the, uh, you know, the, the carnage of the, the pandemic yes. because in normal times you would be more staffed up, is Absolutely. what you're saying. Yeah, there'd right. be more back of house, there'd be more front of house, so then things wouldn't be an issue. But for right now. It's 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 a problem. It's tough. Right. It's going really tough. going forward, uh, what? How do you see the tavern? You know, um, making its home in the community of Norwalk here, across from the theater. Well, there's a lot of stuff going on in this area. You know, it's not just the theater. We love the theater. We love the theater business. But you can see that there's that building across the street. They started construction yeah, on we were it talking again, about supposedly. That. Yeah. 150 apartments, which right. would be great. There's another restaurant that opened up the road. There's a couple of restaurants down the road that have opened up. So. This can become like a whole, you know, artist uh, restaurant area here, which would be great. It would yeah. be so good for the town. Right. There's, there's so many um, local artists all up and down the street, which is really great. Yeah, really, and, really and Norwalk is really coming back with the mall. Yes. And, I mean, Norwalk is, is thriving. It's yeah. right outside of New York City. It's a great exactly. suburb. So, uh, John D'Agostino, you know, you were once uh, in the acting business and yes. a theater guy, right? Yes. And so, you know, uh, a lot of theater people, you know, survive because by... we can't make money, <laughs> right? Like, like I'm trying to uh, in acting, and it's not easy. I got but... tired of eating macaroni and cheese and ramen noodles. It was right. just too much. But, but a lot of the restaurant or a lot of the theater people and actors and stuff, they all have to work in the restaurant yes. business. And I just want to say, you're a true pro. It seems like you really enjoy being an owner here at Wall Street Tavern, along with your partner. I mean, how does it feel to partner up with a, with a guy like Brian, who's a great chef? Brian is the greatest guy. I, you know, we get along so wonderfully and uh, it's good because he's, you know, he's more in tune with the back of the house. I'm more in tune with the front of the house. And so it works. Exactly. It works. Well, I think that's a great way to end the podcast. Um, because that's that's true. You really are good in, in the front of the house. You've got a great personality. I love coming in here and seeing you work your magic and talk the talk and make people feel. I mean, that you know, my wife, uh, her dad owned a restaurant in Milford. It was a Mexican restaurant, although he wasn't Mexican. But when he was around and he was he was hosting, people just felt special. And you, we talked about that. I yeah, went to that restaurant. Yeah, and yeah. You, you have that gift of making oh, thank people you. feel special thank when you. they come into your restaurant. So again, John D'Agostino, long with Brian Malcarney, both owners, uh, partners of Wall Street Tavern. Thanks for uh, not only being a sponsor, but, uh, you know, staying strong uh, throughout this pandemic Absolutely. in the community. And I got to say, Matt, thank you for supporting the small businesses and really helping us out with these podcasts. I, I think what you're doing is great and uh, really helps us out a lot. So thank you for everything. That puts a wrap on another edition of The City's Backyard, a podcast with Matt, the Z-Man Zako. We'll be back next week with more interesting topics, great guests, and fun conversation about what's happening in and around your community. That's it for now. We'll see you soon.